You ready to rock and roll? I can do maybe one of those. Rock and or roll? Yeah, I, it's, it's a pick one kind of day. Oh. I can't commit to both. All right, I, well, could, I could probably do one. Okay. Well, Which, we don't need perfection. We're just looking for progress, you know? That sounds great. I'll pick roll. <laughs> Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kouse, marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we are getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. In today's episode, which is episode 104 of The Improvement Project, we are going to discuss progress versus perfection. This concept came up in the Facebook group related to our June exercise challenge, and so I want to dig into it a little bit. But first, let's check in and see how Jenny and I have been doing as we progress through this challenge. Yeah, so for June, we challenged each other and you, if you're feeling up to it, to get moving every day for 20 to 30 minutes. So it could look like walking outside, riding a bike, doing yoga from a video, et cetera, you name it. So let's kind of, let's see how we're doing and maybe talk about some strategies that are helping us. How's it going for you? Well, for me, it's been good. I've consistently been doing something every day and that was my goal. Um, So as I said a couple of episodes ago, and I recently said this in the Facebook group, everything I want is on the other side of consistency. So for me, this challenge, consistency is more important than intensity. It's more important than doing a very specific thing or making sure it's perfect. So my 20 minutes is sometimes an intense hit workout where I do one of my hashtag Holly workouts. But sometimes and probably more often, it's strolling in the neighborhood with John or doing some yard work. So the thing that's keeping me accountable is showing up every day in the Facebook group to add a reminder post uh, so that everybody sort of knows what day we're on and and everybody can contribute to that post. Um, And it's really cool to see what all of our listeners and group members are up to for their exercise too. Um, How about you, Jenny? How's it going for you? Um, Yeah, it's been going pretty well. I still haven't broken the chain, as we've said. I've got my string going of consecutive days. And I've moved for, I would say, at least 20 minutes per day. Most days, 30, I would say. Sometimes that's a combination of things. Um, If weather is not good, I do treadmill. If weather is good, I do walking outside um, as well as bike rides. So some days it's all walking, but some days maybe it's both bike riding and walking. Um, But I got to say, I think that the family bike rides aren't really giving me I mean, it's checking the box, but I don't think it's what I'm looking for um, because it's got a slower pace, we'll say, and there's a lot of stops and starts. Um, My favorite has been on the days when I wake up early and I go for a walk alone. And, you know, that 
usually looks like maybe 6 a.m. going for just a solo 30-minute walk where I get a chance to get some fresh air, clear my head. And it's really great to come back to the house, you know, and it's not even 6.30, 7 o'clock yet. I haven't even had breakfast and I've already checked that off mentally. It feels really, really good. Okay. So... Um, and you, you said, work. and this is, I'm curious about this. You said it's not doing it for you. When you say that, tell me what you mean. I don't, I get, I don't know how to describe it, but when on the days when I do get a good, like 20 to 30 minute walk in, it feels like I've done something like I've moved my body and it helps me kind of get that energy out. But when we go for bike rides, I'm pedaling so slow or not pedaling that I don't really feel like I've done that. It doesn't feel like I've gotten exercise. Like I feel like I've covered kilometers, but at a very slow rate. So I, it's, it's, I think right now for me, especially it's, it's about as much mental as it is physical to go for a walk. And at that slower pace of on the bike ride, it's just not doing the same thing. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, it does. And the reason I ask you this is because what we're going to talk about next is progress versus perfection. And this week in the Facebook group, this came up because a member of the group commented that she had done a bunch of walking and stairs the day before, but she felt though it, she felt as though that it, it quote, didn't count because she didn't have her tracker with her. Oh no. Right. So that I think is different than what you're talking about because you're looking to get this mental and physical, um, I guess, stimulus from the exercise. Whereas with her, I thought I listened to that and I'm like, Hmm, I think we're coming into that world where you're like, you know, looking to check off the box just to check it off. So I reminded her, I said, Hey, it totally counts. And our whole goal here with this challenge is progress and consistency not perfection. So I think that it's so identify with that. Well, and same, I think we all do. I think that, um, it's very common that we all have a certain idea of how things quote should be. And if we don't do it that way, then it's wrong or it doesn't count. So I think people often sort of get paralyzed in that and they do nothing. So they get, they get into that thinking that if it can't be perfect or if I can't do it right, then why bother? Yeah. I just want to at least sort of talk about this a little bit so people can think about Maybe that's something they resonate with. Maybe that's something they've done in the past. And when our goal is to get people moving or to take on any new habit that we talk about on this podcast, the focus here is doing a little bit more than you used to before. That's progress. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be should be. And it's going to be whatever it is for you that makes the most sense that you need to accomplish or that you're looking to accomplish. There's no perfect uh, definition of, of this. So I wanted to address this by sharing some definitions as well as some of our thoughts on this. Because I think it's a good reminder for you and I, Jenny, and I hope that it will be helpful for some of our listeners if they fall into this perfection loophole sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was looking online just because I wanted to get a sense of, um, you know, what some of the people online like to say about progress versus uh, perfection. And I found this uh, life coach. Her name is Amanda Allender, and I'll link to it in the show notes. And here's what she says about perfection or perfectionism. Perfectionism involves a tendency to set standards that are so high they either cannot be met or only met with great difficulty. Perfectionists often feel stressed or disappointed with themselves for not being able to meet their standards. They believe they should never make mistakes and that making a mistake means they are a failure or a horrible person. I think that's in the extreme. Mm -hmm. Those are my words, not hers. Um, Mm -hmm. At the heart of perfectionism is fear. 
the fear of failure, the fear of making a mistake, and the fear of being judged. For a perfectionist, these fears can be paralyzing and can play out as a continuous message that says, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Often when we set new goals, we start out excited and confident that things will go perfectly. However, as time goes on, people lose some of that excitement as challenges set in. When people face challenging times, they too often give up and resign to the fact that their goal is not possible. Many times they may think that one desires for perfection may help them reach their goals, but sometimes it can hold them back. So when I read this, I was like, this, this is something that I've fallen into for sure. So I mm -hmm. think that probably it's something worthwhile for us to share. Yeah. And I think, so the other part too, is there's some ways that perfectionism stops people from achieving their goals. And this, a lot of this really resonated with me. It slows you down. So perfectionists tend to hyper-focus their attention on details, which cause things to take more time, which can lead to having less energy and motivation to make meaningful change. So really, truly getting lost in the details, or you hear that expression, um, you know, getting in the weeds. Yeah, definitely. Um, hinders new ideas and ways of doing things. So when we focus on perfection, we lose the ability to be aware and open to other possibilities. This one for me right now is especially true um, as we find ourselves in this strange time of COVID. Um, I've definitely had to find a lot of new ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, yeah, it's been fascinating. So another one well, is- Well, and it, by the way, that let me interrupt for one second. That also speaks to- what our um, Facebook group member was saying, she wasn't open to the fact that just because she didn't have her tracker, it still counts. Like there's, it's okay to, she's still doing the work. She's still like running the stairs and moving around and doing the walking just because nobody's there to see it. doesn't mean it didn't happen. Just because she doesn't have it documented doesn't mean it didn't happen. And you know what it reminds me of? There's so many times that I will do something and then look back at my to-do list and it wasn't on it and I'll write it on there and then check it off as I'm writing it on same, just for that same. sake of that's what it makes me think of. So speaking of which, it leads to self-criticism. When we fall short of a goal, it can not only lead us to beat ourselves up over it, but can also lead to abandoning the goal completely. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. This is like, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and it makes your motivation inconsistent. Perfectionists tend to think in terms of black or white, right or wrong, fail or succeed. This type of thinking can cause motivation to go up and down like a roller coaster. Heck to the yeah. Definitely. And um, in the original definition, at, uh, what this woman said was that at the heart of perfectionism is fear. Mm -hmm. And this is where for a lot of people that have that, those perfectionist tendencies, procrastination comes in. Oftentimes yeah. people think they're procrastinating because they're lazy. Well, they're procrastinating because they're having this fear of being judged or not getting it right or not doing it perfect. So sometimes just focusing on the progress and doing the first thing, the first step takes you out of procrastination, takes you out of all of those things that you just mentioned and helps you move forward. Yeah. So on that note, here's what um, she said about progress. According to dictionary.com, progress is defined as forward or onward movement toward a destination or a goal. 
Progress is about the journey and the learnings we make along the way. It is about improvement, not perfection. <laughs> yeah, improvement. Yeah, yeah. In the progressive mindset, we feel good about ourselves now. And even though we can acknowledge that there is room for improvement, we appreciate ourselves at every incremental step toward our goal. Progress is a simple and positive concept, yet most people have difficulty with it. Focusing on progress instead of perfection can make it much easier and enjoyable to reach your goals. Yeah. Well, she gives, here's some benefits of focusing on progress. Motivates you to keep going. It's empowering to look back at the progress made in spite of the challenges faced. When the going gets tough, past successes can propel you forward. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, the next one, she says, it encourages a mindset of learning, not a failure. Mistakes are an opportunity to learn from what went wrong. When you focus on what you have learned, it gives you the space to try new approaches to see what works and what doesn't. Well, and that's just like right there. That's our whole, you win or you learn that we do every week. So yeah, absolutely. We're working on progress. You got it. And it gives you more reasons to celebrate when focusing on progress. We're able to see each accomplishment, no matter how small. You're not only excited about what you just did, but also on what is next. Uh, the next point is it's sustainable. Perfection, perfectionism is not sustainable given life is always changing and throwing us challenges. By focusing on progress, you can, make, you can more easily overcome obstacles because you know there will be ups and downs. Awesome. And that speaks to what a lot of people have been going through with the pandemic and how it's changed and thrown some curveballs into their world. Yeah, absolutely. So um, progress versus perfection. Progress is fluid and open. Perfection is rigid and inflexible. Perfection is exhausting. Progress is invigorating. Perfection is endless because you never get there. Progress is endless because you are always there. I like that. Mm, Perfection focuses on what's not working, the flaws, the not enoughs. Progress looks at what is working, the improvements, the discoveries, the aha moments that come from looking at things in a new way. Perfection is obsessed with time. Progress doesn't measure time because it is right now. Progress represents the in-betweens, the moments between the milestones and the goals reached. So let me reiterate, for this June challenge and for all of the other habits that Jenny and I discuss, our goal is progress, not perfection. You Mm -hmm. got this. Right on. All right, now it's time for a segment that we call, ooh, me likey. So Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, shows we've been watching, and sometimes it's just random internet hilarity we found and we feel like maybe you will find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to go first and... We talked about this back on our 100th episode. We were talking about our kind of favorites from Umi Likes over time. Mm-hmm. And I realized in taking a look through the list that every time a new season of Queer Eye comes out, I pick it. I think I've had it on there four times. I think I've talked about this show. And I'm doing it again. Again, here we go. Because there's a new season out on Netflix. It does not disappoint. Um, they, I would say we were talking about progress, not perfection. They embody this. They show that people can improve their lives. They, they, the people that they make over, they refer to as their heroes. 
and they surround them with so much love and faith that they are capable of of that progress and they give people amazing makeovers in regards to their clothing their hair but also their home their relationships their relationship to food and cooking they it's like a really holistic look at their life um and I think it just puts you in such a great mindset. And I think it especially relates to what we're talking about um, because over the course of watching a show, you can watch somebody who drastically changes the way they look at themselves. And as much as you see an outward change, you can really see that it changes the way they view themselves. So it's a great motivator. And I really would recommend it if you're having trouble um, kind of if you're feeling like you're in a slump it's a really good show to watch it's very uplifting and it really helps you see how possible changes cool I, well said jenny you love that show we and we have this conversation every time i talk about this show i know i can't say enough good things about it and it's pride month Oh, so then it's like Queer Eye. Let's watch Queer Eye. Get after it. Get after it. All right. How well, about you? Mine is not near as inspirational as yours, but I just finished reading a really great book. It's compelling. It's um, like crazy what happened in this book. And it's called Educated by Tara Westover. I don't know if it's Tara or Tara, but um, have you read this book, Jenny? Yes. Yeah. So it's about this girl. She's in her thirties now, but she grew up in the eighties in rural Idaho and her parents were like survivalists who were also like very strict Mormons and they never saw a doctor for her entire childhood. She was born at home. She didn't have a birth certificate until she was almost 10 years old. And, uh, her, it seems the way that she describes it, that her father suffers from mental illness. And then it's very intense, this memoir about what happened in her world and sort of how she didn't have any formal education until she took a test and got into a university in Utah. And then she went on to, you know, do a whole bunch of education and get her PhD in history. And it's amazing. So the book is so compelling because it's so outside the norm for most of us, what our childhood was like and what we've experienced with education. So I recommend it just because it's fascinating. Um, it sold a bazillion copies. It was on Barack Obama's summer reading list. Like everybody loves this book. So if you haven't read it and that sounds compelling to you or if it sounds interesting, it's called Educated by Tara Westover. So I'll put that a link to it in the show notes. I will say as well, I, I went down the rabbit hole with this one and watched a ton of interviews. Oh yeah. With her as well. And very much worth checking out, hearing her talk about a lot of the stories about, you know, when they would get injured and not have medical attention, like just, yeah, you know, there's a ton of really interesting and like just with the way that they lived and where they lived and a lot of the hazards kind of around them. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good recommendation. All right. I think let's... I listened to that one. I think I didn't read it. I think I listened to it. Oh, I wonder if that, like, this is what I wonder sometimes. I'm very visual. And so when I read a book, I feel like I get a different imagining of how it looks versus if I listen to it. So yes, me too. So um, that's interesting if, you, if it was the other way around. Mm -hmm. Anyway, good book. I recommend it. Mm -hmm. Let's yes. move on to you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may 
just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. And we are both going to do a win and a learn. Fantastic. And I will just, just like throw back to what we were talking about in terms of progress versus perfection. Our wins and learns, uh, you know, our wins obviously are what's happened this week. It's Mm -hmm. progress we've made. Our learn is here's what we learned and that's progress. So we're not focusing on perfection. Once again, progress is our goal. You got her. All right. So I'll start with my win and uh, I'm back to work for the last week I've been seeing patients. And so for the first time in three months, I'm like a productive member of society again, I can do it. I'm back to work. And it was very exciting to see my patients, to get back to work, to figure out how it all works with the new um, guidelines and protocols we have in place to keep everybody safe. I was a bit nervous the first day, but I'm, I got it. It's all good. Dr. Peg rides again. That's right. All um, right. Congratulations. That's Thank exciting. You. Yeah, it is. Uh, Mine's a little different. So my win is I got a nail gun. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have been, you know, I've been talking about this for a while. Yeah. I have wanted to get one. So I finally did it because I kind of discovered there was a different kind that I didn't know about. So I I did a little bit of research and I found one that really suited my needs and was a decent price and all of that. So, and I know this seems like a weird one, but having a nail gun facilitates a lot of creative projects that really, really help me feel better. Um, I am enjoying being able to do things with my hands after spending all of my days on a computer in the digital world. It's nice to physically build something and I am so, so enjoying it. And I think it has probably started a bad thing, but I (laughs) love it. It brings me a lot of joy and it was so cool because I because of everything being closed, I still have birthday money in my wallet. And so this is what I did with it. And I can't believe how much joy I'm getting out of it, of making these projects and the things that I would have built before, but I was doing them with just a hammer and nail and it, it was more challenging and it's making things so much easier and I can build things faster that I like building. Right now that's looking like putting frames around things. So, you know, like canvases, Mm-hmm. So putting like one by two frames around them and like really like just trimming things out, building little things. I'm absolutely loving it. Oh my gosh. I love this. That's so great. Awesome. It's well, congratulations so on your new nail gun. Thanks. We're really happy together. <laughs> so what's your learn? My learn. So this is one of those things that I think probably most people can relate to. Um, so we've mentioned on the podcast before, and this is sort of a downer, but my mother-in-law who was a lovely human passed away in the fall and John is her official executor. And so I, of course, am the, what I call the administrator to the executor. And so I'm helping him do a lot of the stuff to like get it organized. And if anybody's ever done this before, it's a big job. So for about three weeks, I had to get back to an accountant and a lawyer with some paperwork and because I wasn't a hundred percent sure what to do, I just kept avoiding it. Oh, okay. So it's one of these things where I was procrastinating because I was like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm nervous. I'm feeling fearful, right? Like what we were talking about with the perfectionism before. And then yesterday I finally did it. And the whole job, no kidding, for getting back to both people took me eight minutes. (laughs) So what I'm learning always is that you just got to 
get after it. You can't just stay stuck in something that makes you feel yucky that you're like, oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to do that. Or if you're in that place right now, if you're listening and you're have one of these jobs where you're like, oh yeah, I got to do that. And it's over your head. Just take a step, just go after it. Because in almost every case, probably it's going to be like just what I discovered. It took me eight minutes to get that done. And it wasn't near as hard as I thought it was going to be. Isn't that interesting? eh? Yeah. Well, good for you. That's awesome. So yes, that was my, my learn for this week. That's a good learn. I think so. How about you? What's your learn? Very good learn. So my learn is around, and I, I kind of talked about it in regards to my daily walking, but it's around sleeping in. And I've kind of gone back and forth with this in this whole situation, kind of got, you know, some days I do really well waking up early, some days I sleep in. Um, but I feel so much better. And I know this when I get out of bed early and whether it's, you know, right now it looks like going outside for a walk. Maybe it's even just getting up early to shower and get ready and have some quiet time before the house is awake. And I would say right now I'm having about, I would say initially I thought 50, but I'm going to call it 65 to 70% <laughs> success rate. Okay. And on the days I get out of bed early, I feel so much better, but it, I'm not doing it all the time. I feel like it's a, a lesson. I, for some reason need to just keep learning. I don't know why. Um, this is on my brain just because maybe this is helpful. Um, our episode that went out last week, episode 103, I did an interview with Tommy Caldwell. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said in this interview, and maybe this would help you, and if it doesn't help you, maybe it would help somebody else having a similar um, kind of conundrum. He had this video or a podcast he did where he uses this technique where he asks himself, what kind of person do I want to be today? Who do I want to be today? So, and also like putting everything in place the night before to make sure that you can make that I 65 like that, or 70%. Said, yeah. But the, who do you want to be to or Who do you want to be today? That one, like for whatever reason resonated with me. Cause I'm like, Oh, like if you can kind of go back in time and be like, Oh, I love it so much when I have that 60% get up. I don't know if it's helpful or not, or if this matches it. Is. it. And do you know what it makes me think of is the James Clear thing where he talks about, it's not the behavior, it's the identity. Yeah. So it's not going it. for a run. It's being a runner. Right. So are you somebody that gets up out of bed every morning more than 65% of the time? Yeah. And that hasn't transitioned to your identity yet. Yes. And I need to just get that on there. Maybe I need to put a little post-it beside my bed on my alarm clock. That's who are you lady? Who are you lady? I like that. Like it's just like that. Who are you lady? (laughs) In some days I will say I am the lady that is sleeping in today. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a tough one. To, you know what I would be happy with? I think six days a week. Okay. Get up early. And then one day a week, yeah, sleep in. But I'm becoming not just a lady, but an old lady. Because if I sleep in too long, my back hurts. Oh, my goodness. Then this has got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things we need to address. Not having issues with not enough sleep. That's for sure. Definitely. Maybe you need to make an a, a appointment with your chiropractor, too, by the way. I, I haven't hurts. seen my chiropractor in months. Oh my goodness. I heard she's I gotta pretty get great. I've got to get a hold of her. <laughs> Never right. talk to her. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. And uh, that's it for this episode of the Improvement Project. 
Did our progress versus perfection discussion resonate with you at all? We want to hear about it, so let us know. For questions or comments, send us an email to the Improvement Project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the way that we can be of service right now. And if you found it helpful, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. So search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until the next time, stay focused and get after it. Maybe you should just put your nail gun beside your bed so that when you wake up in the morning, you'll be like, right, I can do something amazing with that nail gun. I'm jumping out of bed right now. I'm so excited to play with my nail gun. Oh my gosh. It really is exciting. (laughs) It took me a minute to kind of get the knack for it. And I, I could feel like, so the boys came downstairs when I first started driving some nails in and then eventually you could just see them slowly back away. Like, I think we need to just get out of here (laughs) for so many reasons. Oh my goodness. I love that. That's the dynamic in your household.